0: Praise the Lord. Okay. All right. So uh, the book of Numbers here we're gonna uh, we're gonna pick it up here in verse. I mean, chapter. Let me make sure. Yeah, yeah. Chapter chapter thirty six. I'm gonna back up just a minute. Uh, remember, at chapter thirty three, they gave the itinerary of where all they have been after after Pharaoh got wiped out after they got out of Egypt. This stuff happened. It's so funny to hear people today saying it never happened. Oh yeah, go check. Go check. You know. That'd be pretty easy to wipe out everything. That's the reason they're trying to tell you it never happened. But it did. There's a real Israel. Mm -hmm. There's a real Egypt. There's such thing as a Pharaoh. Okay. There's a place called Ramses. There it is. Look at that. They left the city of Ramses. This is Numbers 33. Now, before I go any further, because this is going to be the last chapter, and this is a, this is actually a real good play by play in Numbers. Well, they all are, but um, they are, they've, they're at the promised land. For the second time, they're fixing to go in this time. Okay, Moses is actually fixing to die. Now, before I start this, let's go back just a moment all the way to uh, to Numbers here. and I mean, Numbers 1. And back up just a second and take a look. Okay. Uh, uh, on the 15th day of April, the second year after the Israelis left Egypt, the Lord issued the following instructions, and he was actually setting up camping instructions. You had 12 tribes. Okay. And then he also said, we're going to take a census. And that took place. Now, uh, I want to go speed ahead here. Let me go to the 10th chapter here. And the 10th chapter, oh, let's see. Oh, and let's see. Oh, there it is. Verse 11. See that? The cloud lifted from the tabernacle on the 20th day of the second month. Of the second year of Israel leaving Egypt. Okay, this has really only been a year and one day or something, right after the Passover again. Remember the Passover was this is why it's so funny to sit there and say it never happened. Passover, well, I've heard of that. Every person in the world's heard of Passover. You know, if you hadn't heard of that, you've heard of Easter. Well, Easter is actually sort of the pagan word for the holiday they had there, but it references, we use it, it references Passover. Passover meant that event happened. I mean, why celebrate something that never happened? But anyway, the cloud lifted. Remember, it was a, a it was a temporary tent structure. There was no temple yet. I mean, they're not even in the promised land, so you've got to build something for Jesus to be with them, and he was going to go with them. And uh, oh, and they're on the way to the promised land. But anyway, cloud lifted, and they're on their way. Okay, now we know all the history that took place. I'm not going to recount this. They got there in three chapters, and they said, We can't go in there. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, it didn't go well for them. Okay, they uh, had to go back. So here we are. <clears throat> this is the very last chapter, and watch the details here. What's all this about? Again, if you'll notice, mercy sakes, it had to happen because look at these details. Then the heads of the subclan, this is Numbers thirty-six, of the clan of Machir of the tribe of Manasseh, one of the sons of Joseph, came to Moses. And the leaders of Israel with a petition. Now, this happened earlier. They're just saying one more time, hey, Moses, make sure you take care of this problem. The Lord instructed you to divide the land by lot among the people of Israel, they reminded Moses. And to give the inheritance to our brother Zolophahad, we'll just call him Z, okay, to his daughters. Okay, but if they marry into another tribe, their land will go to the other tribe, which they marry. And that was a problem. Remember, one of those daughters' names was Noah. Okay, there's five of them. And they were like, ooh. What's going to happen? Because women didn't get anything, but they actually so cool. Jesus made sure the women did get, they got the land in this situation. But the problem was here, uh uh-oh, what if they find a good-looking boyfriend from the tribe of Judah? Well, he's going to say, well, don't marry him. Stay in your tribe. Remember, we're talking six million people. I know it's a lovely, good-looking guy whatever, but see if you can find somebody in your tribe if you don't want to blow it here. Okay. And so that's what he says here. But notice this. But if they marry into another tribe, the land will go to them; to the, will go with them to the tribe into which they marry. In this way, the total area of our tribe will be reduced. Look at the phrase. And will not be returned on the year of jubilee. Now, when was that? 50 years. Remember, you got your debts canceled every seven years. Praise the Lord. If you're having financial trouble, you should go to the Lord with that in prayer and say, Lord... I've had financial trouble for five, six, seven, ten years, and I read about you taking care of all these debts in seven years. How about helping me and watch the blessings of He'll be sitting there saying, I was waiting on you, standing at your door waiting on you. Just say the word. Anyway, Moses replied publicly, giving these instructions from the Lord. The men of the tribe of Joseph have a proper complaint. These girls, mm, what are we going to do? This is what the Lord has said. Notice he didn't say, well, I think the Lord will like this. No, this is what the Lord said. This is what the Lord has further commanded concerning the daughters of Zoliphan. Let them be married to anyone they like as long as it is within their tribe. Now time out a second. We're fixed to go to the promised land. What's all this about? Doesn't this convince you that this happened? What are we doing with these silly details for? Mercy, they wrote everything down. Yeah, and people were not bozos back however many years since man's been here. Don't be thinking caveman. That's a lie. All them, you know, if you go back, the British were good at this. They, they, All those things were monkeys. A monkey is a monkey is a monkey. And DNA today, like I say, just do some Googling on creation and DNA versus evolution, and you'll go, oh, my gosh. Oh my. The DNA, you, can, you can't go from monkey to man. It doesn't work, but they still tell you that in the school. They act like and show the charts, but it don't. Mm-mm, can't do it. What's so funny is your closest relative is a chicken, According to the DNA structure, you're, clo- you're 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 closer to a chicken. But what's funny is you'll never get to be a chicken. You can't. It, it never will work. Okay, okay. Anyway, so here's what happens. Uh, this way, none of the land. Okay. So what do he say do? He says let them marry to anyone they like, so long as it's within their own tribe. In this way, the land of the tribe will shift. Uh, uh, that, that none of the land will shift to another tribe. For the inheritance of every tribe is to remain permanently as it was first allotted. Now think about this. Whatever God gives you, you should never let the devil steal from you. It's yours. It's yours permanently. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's keep going. All right. The girls throughout the tribes of Israel who are heiresses must marry within their own tribe. Notice this. A girl be heiress? Yes. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God made them in Genesis chapter 1, male and female. He said, make them in our image, male and female. And let them have authority. Praise the Lord. And you know it's under the curse in the third chapter. That's when man got over, was put in dominion over the woman. That was part of the curse. Read it. And because you did this, you know, oh my gosh, Wow. Jesus is the one who gets you out of that mess. Praise the Lord. Okay. The girls throughout the tribe who are heiresses, they may marry within their own tribe so that their land won't leave the tribe. In this way, no inheritance shall move from one tribe to another. Do you know the Lord says, I can't wait to get into the promised land and I'm going to send all these wild animals and they're going to have chariot wrecks and car wrecks and cancer and I'm going to surprise them with death. What? There's none of that. But we as Christians in the Bible Belt, we think all that stuff is just destined for us. Oh. And we should be great Methodist and great Baptist and whatever your background was when you grew up and know that the promised land is mine. It's mine and all this inheritance, it belongs to you. All right, here we go. Verse 10, the daughters of Zee will say, Zilophad, did as the Lord commanded. These girls, Malah, Terza, Haglah, whatever, and Noah, real people, huh? Yeah. Married to men in their own tribe of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. Record, record, record. So their inheritance remained in their tribes. This is the last verse here. These are the commandments, ordinances that the Lord gave to the people of, uh, of Israel through Moses while they were at a place that never existed. No, it was documented. I watched the movie last night and they want, the bad guys wanted this guy to do something and he had to take a pen and paper out and do it. And he took his little, it was an old movie, black and white, and he took a little that little roller thing and I thought that was kind of cool. You had to sign your, and it put basically the seal of the king. Now, immediately, goes into this. Now, watch this. This is Deuteronomy 1. The, record, the book records Moses' address. That's why I like to call it the Gettysburg Address. I invented thinking of that. Just for me, I'm like, this was a speech. Yeah. When they were camped in the valley of Arabah in the wilderness of Moab, east of the Jordan. Here's detail, detail, detail. Watch this. Cities in the area included this, that, and whatever. These six cities, five cities. Six cities. The speech was given. Are you kidding me? Look at these dates. February 15th, 40 years after the people of Israel left Mount Horp, makes sense to me because God said you're going to wander out here for 40 years until all the all that are 20 years old and older die because you refused to go in the promised land. I gave it to you. I just handed it to you. It's almost like we're here about Alabama. So now Alabama's in the national championship. They're handed an opportunity. But if they go in there and go, well, we don't need to practice. And, we can't win that national championship. Are you kidding me? Next year, when the review comes up, they're going to say, don't send Alabama. So do you see the anger of the Lord here? I wiped out a whole country, Egypt, took you out of slavery because of your, your grandparents, because I love them, and you treat me this way? Ugh. So here they are. So the speech was 40 years later. Though I don't Look at that. Though it only takes 11 days. Good grief. Only 11 days, and they spent 40 years going by way of Mount Seir. At this time, look at the victory. King Sahan, now we already knew this, it just happened four or five chapters ago in Numbers. King Sahan of the Amorites, already been defeated. Wow! Okay. King Og of Bastion, he was the giant. His bed was 13 feet long. He had been defeated. Now remember, these guys were not soldiers. Now they went to war, but I'm sure they were like, well, I'm pretty good. But of course they knew, I know it's the Lord, but man, we're kicking people's tail out here. Yeah! And they knew it was the Lord. Okay. Here's Moses address to Israel, stating all the laws. So, can you see already? And he's got, you, if you stood there and read this, you would be done in about three hours. Just read it, don't stop. There's not a, oh, this stuff is so complicated. God says, if you see a donkey lay down in a field, well, wait a minute. If a donkey's laying down under his burden, and Mac, it's my donkey, and Max goes by and he does this, what is that? He ain't being the Good Samaritan. What's wrong with that? Max is supposed to stop what he's doing, help me get my donkey up, even if I'm his enemy. What's going to happen to Max? Well, Max is going to be late now. No. uh -uh. God knows how to take you in your car, and all of a sudden you go, how did I get from here to there? Don't think that's not happened to you, praise the Lord. It happened all over in the Bible. All of a sudden, boom, you just show up somewhere. How did I get here? The Lord will speed things up for you. Here here, here, here we go. Here's Moses' address, stating all the commandments. It was 40 years ago. It was 40 years ago, okay, at Mount Horeb that Jehovah told us, you stayed here long enough. In other words, let's go to the promised land. Wow. Now go occupy the hill country of the Ammonites, the Valley of Erebah and ne- Najib, and all the land. Now this is where they, uh, this, this is when they first went, okay, but they're going to back out, okay. Canaan, Lebanon, the entire area, from the shores of the Mediterranean Sea to the Euphrates. I'm giving it all to you. Wow. Go and possess it. For it's the land the Lord promised your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all their descendants. Now remember, according to the New Testament, Jesus has already told you, you are a descendant. Galatians chapter 3, if you be Christ, in other words, if you belong to Jesus, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And I remember a story when a woman was bent over in Luke chapter 13. She couldn't get up. Wouldn't that be tough? God it just feels better if I just stay bent over. Just, you know, whatever your problem it just feels better if I just don't walk. Okay. Jesus told that woman, He said, Woman, you're loosed from thine infirmity. Well, that's interesting. He didn't ask her, mm, let's figure out what you did wrong here. No, he just said, You are you're loosed. The preacher there at the church got mad. They didn't like Jesus in the first place. They, don't heal on Sunday. <laughs> don't what? God, can you imagine that? If a child is hurting, help them. I and mean, that's what Jesus' argument was. But notice the words Jesus used. He says, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, be loosed? You mean just because I'm Billy Adair's kid, I ought to be healed? That's what he's saying, yeah. I'm a privileged kid. You're privileged too. Once we read the Bible, don't listen to anybody else. Read the Bible and believe the Lord. You'll start seeing miracles happening all over your life. Wow. Ought not this woman be loosed? So that's why he says here, uh, this is the promise to to your ancestors from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. At that time, I told the people, I need your help. You're a great burden for me to carry by myself. The Lord's multiplied you to become as many as the stars. That's a promise too. Wow. Uh, and may he multiply you a thousand times more and bless you as he promised. Now, Moses, don't step in it now because don't expect God to do anything. Oh, mercy, yes, do it all. But anyway, here's what happened. But what can one man do to settle all your quarrels and problems? Choose some men from every tribe who are wise, experienced, and understanding, and I'll appoint them as your leaders. It's just like Madison County. we got court systems and whatever, and we got not just Madison County, Morgan County. We've got Decatur, and we've got uh, whatever the other counties are, Cahob County and Jefferson County. It's all set up, okay? Same thing. They agreed to this. I took men as they selected, some from every tribe, appointed them as administrative assistants. So none of this stuff never happened, did it? Are you kidding? Notice it wasn't two or three people came out of Egypt either. It was massive. And it was actually Moses's. this was in Exodus, Exodus chapter 20 or something like that. Moses was at his father-in-law's house. And his father-in-law said, Moses, you're going to weigh yourself out. He said, you need to have one judge over a 1,000 and have him have 10 judges over him and let them be over 100 people and have those have judges over 50 and then have one judge per 10. Isn't that great? Wouldn't you like to go to the courthouse and know, you're, Max, you got a private judge. And your There's just 10 people work for, uh, underneath that judge. Can you see the judge this afternoon? I pretty bet you you can. Praise the Lord. Great system. They all agreed to this. So anyway, he took all these guys. See, there it is. In charge of thousands, hundreds, fifties, tens to destry, decide their quarrels and assist them in every way. I instructed them to be perfectly fair at all times, even to foreigners. I tell you what, the more we read the Bible, the more we find out Jesus cares about all of us. Okay. When you're given your decisions, I told him, never favor a man because he's rich. I got mistreated down there. I went down there to Madison County Court and tried to do this. and, and I, Don't worry about it. God's on your side. Trust the Lord. Look at the details he wants here. Don't fear their displeasure, for you're judging in the place of God. And notice he says, bring, this is Moses. Moses said, bring me any cases too difficult for you, and I'll handle it. And I gave them other instructions at that time, too. Then we left. Here we go. Promised land. We left through Horeb. Now, remember, Aaron found this for us uh, last week. Traveled through the great and terrible desert. Now, I, did, I saw another, I was reading, oh, I was reading about seven or eight chapters into Deuteronomy this weekend and God took them through a horrible part of the desert he took all Atlanta through a like going out to the Mojave Desert but they were like air conditioning they had food even though it wasn't that I mean they were complaining well we don't like this man they had it hallelujah I mean I don't want McDonald's every day either you know but when you think about what you're doing, and you, I just got released from bondage in, uh, in Egypt. I'm no longer a slave. I can put up a few more days of cheeseburgers. I'll be all right. But they didn't. Thank God. We wish we could go back to Egypt. Oh, man. And you, can you imagine God saying, I'm fixing to get you to the promised land. You're fixing to have a brand new brick house. You don't even have to wait years. It'll be built for you. You're fixing to have vineyards. And they're going, we want to go back to the gods of Egypt. Oh. Boy, it makes all kind of sense when you see why it all fell apart. Okay, here's what's going to happen here. So anyway, uh, they went to the great and terrible desert, finally arising at the Amorite hills to which God had directed them. We were at Kadesh Barnea on the borders of the promised land. Boy, they got there fast. I said to the people, the Lord God has given us this land. Go and possess it as he told us to. Don't be afraid. Don't even doubt. Uh-oh. First mistake. They replied, Well, uh, uh, first, uh, let's send some spies out to discover the best route and decide which city should be captured first. Oh, man, lean not to your own understanding. God says it's yours. That's the reason your first day of prayer and it looks horrible the next day. Don't you dare give up. Just thank the Lord. I don't care if it's even a time. Well, it was supposed to happen yesterday, whatever. I don't care. Just tell the Lord, I got it. I believe you, Lord, I got it. Yeah, but Richard, it's too late. You didn't miss your meeting. I don't care. Just say you got it, and you'll watch what happens. And just don't give up. Don't give up. Well, it seemed like a good idea, so I chose 12 spies, one from each tribe. They crossed the hills and came to the valley of Eschol. Now, remember, this story, he's recounting it. Never happened, did it? Oh, yeah, it did. He wrote it down. Returned the samples of the local fruit. One look at it was good enough it convinced us. Boy, it was indeed a good land that the Lord our God has given us. But the people refused to go in. They rebelled against the Lord's command. Wow, do you see that? They murmured and complained in their tents. Look at this. Now you know why they got in hot water? The Lord must hate us. Oh, I I can imagine my dad if he did something like that to me. I mean, if he was, say he was the Lord. He buys me a brand new bicycle for Christmas and I gotta get off him training wheels. Daddy, I can't do this. I tell you eventually my dad's gonna get upset with me. I probably won't get a whipping. <laughs> get on that bike. No, I can't do this, mama. <laughs> and if mama falls for it, we're both going back to Egypt. And I tell you what, Billy A. is gonna be mad. He'll go back and work at NASA and say, Man, I have got a dummy for a son. <laughs> and that's true. You can't fall for the psychology and go, you know, well, I got a special needs child, whatever. That's ridiculous. I mean, Dustin won't raise his kids like that. I'm not going to raise mine. I didn't, uh-uh. You're going to do it. I remember the first time I got Dustin to go, we had a long driveway. And I think the first time he did it, he slammed into the in Charles, or, uh, Charlotte's water bowl thing. You know, it was a, you know, a big water thing, whatever. I knew it was going to happen. It's going to happen. But so What? We're not doing 90 miles an hour. We didn't have any helmets on. So what? You're going to be all right. Once you get it, you're the happiest kid in the world. And they would have been the happiest nation in the world. Six million of them going, oh man, oh man, oh, this is my house. Well, I wanted it. Well, wait a minute. There's another one right there. Oh, I'll take this one. They, they, fantastic. That was wonderful. But they murmured. They said, the Lord must hate us, bringing us here from Egypt to be slaughtered by the Amorites. Oh, please. Raise your sword and they all, the Amorites were going to run off. What are we getting into? Our brothers who spied out the land have frightened us with their report. Well, there was the problem right there. They say the people of the land are tall and powerful and the walls of the city rise high into the sky. And there's giants there. Whoopee. Remember, like I told you the other day, this is where David, see, David was reading his Bible. He was reading, the, that's how why David said, I'm knock out this Goliath. Who cares? Maybe he was just hearing the stories from his grandmother and his mother, Ruth. Actually, his great-grandmother was Ruth. Okay. The Lord's your leader. He'll fight for you. with his, Look at that, with his mighty miracles. No, wait, time out. He did those ten miracles and stuff back then. It was more than ten. <laughs> and he said right here he would do it again. This is where it's so important to read your Bible for yourself. And you go, praise the Lord. I, got, I have all the miracles the Lord did to Pharaoh. They're on my side. If I need them, they're going to happen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to be all right. Okay, Just as you saw him do in Egypt. Wow, there it is. Look at that. You, look at this. You know how he's cared for you again and again here in the wilderness? Just as a father cares for his child. But nothing I did did any good. Wow. They refused to believe the Lord our God. Who led them all the way and selected. Look at that. That's the phrase I was looking for last week. The best places for them to count. Not to camp. Now I remember there's a phrase in there when they first got going. When they left the promised land, they were at Gulf Shores. It, said, it was called a uh, hundred palms. A hundred palm trees. Wait a minute. That'd be a nice place. Next to the desert. hundred palm trees. And they had a bunch of springs there too. Wow. Anyway. Uh, and guided them by a pillar of fire by night. I mean, uh, yeah, a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. I tell you what, I, I, even this summer I was doing some stuff in my garage and I wanted to go outside and need some more daylight. And I thought, well, I want some daylight, but I don't want to be there. And I got to where I'm looking. I look up there and I go, here comes a cloud. Amazing. And I'm the cloud. And I can tell you why. It's because I, I heard this story and I'm on the same, well, put it this way. I'm in the kingdom of God, just like you are. And I play like I'm in the kingdom of God. I'm expecting that cloud. i tell you something else I'm expecting. If I'm out in the evening, if I'm fishing, whatever, and whatever, something like that, I'm expecting no mosquitoes, you know. I'm expecting that because I don't like him darn mosquitoes. I don't want them things sucking on me, you know, and ticks or anything, praise the Lord. Snakes or whatever. Anyway, well, the Lord heard their complaining. Look at that verse 35. He was very angry. He vowed not one person in that entire generation would live to see the good land. Well, I don't blame him. That'd be like my dad saying, okay, don't don't ride that bicycle then. Give it back. And I could watch my dad take that thing back to the store. Make you think about it. But it also made me think, well, yeah, but my dad's mean, and I don't want, I'm not doing that. Well, that's what they were, that's the reason the Lord got mad. Notice, except for two guys that never existed. Oh, yeah, they did. Caleb, oh, uh, uh, the son of Jethunah, who was, because he had wholly followed the Lord... Would receive his personal inheritance plus some of the land he walked over. Now Joshua was in there too. They mentioned him too. There was two of them. Because it just said there was. Anyway, the Lord. Look at the left. Now. If I made up this story, I wouldn't write something like this. The Lord was even angry at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Moses, you got in trouble too. And you said, you're not going to enter the promised land. Instead, your assistant, there's Joshua, shall lead the people. Encourage him as he prepares to take over leadership. I will give the land to the children. They said would die in the wilderness. But as for you, the older generation, turn around now, go back to the Red Sea. Well, remember they remember they're recounting everything we already learned. This is not when they've first. This is almost done here. This is not when it first happened. They're recounting something that happened just uh, in the previous book. Oh, they said, we've blown it. We've sinned. We'll go into the land and fight for the Lord, as our God has told us. So they strapped on their weapons and thought it would be easy to conquer the whole area. But notice this. The Lord said to me, tell them, don't do it. I'm not with them. I'm not with them. They'll be struck down before their enemies. Now, remember, we know the Lord's with us, okay? He's called Emmanuel. We'll have Christmas here. Matter of fact, next Sunday night, we'll have a Christmas party. I'll make sure everybody's notified. but I'll notify everybody. Next Sunday night, Christmas party, 6 o'clock, whatever. Emmanuel, God with us. Look at that. Because God's with you, you'll conquer. I told them, but they wouldn't listen. Instead, they rebelled against the Lord's commandment. They went up on top of the hill. Man, it cost them their lives. Whoever went out, man, the Amorites slaughtered them. But the Amorites who lived there came out against them, chased them like bees, (laughs) and killed them to Mount Sarada, And they returned. They wept before the Lord, but he wouldn't listen. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Do you know this same silly story about going to the promised land and saying, we can't go in there? It's referenced in the New Testament as a warning to us. Remember, God will take care of you. Don't don't try to do a backup plan and help God. But now, you will try to do your own backup plan if you're not reading your Bible. Now, that's going to bring us to the last point I want to make here. Okay, I want to go to, uh, we're going to jump ahead several years here. This is in Kings, I looked it up this morning, 20. Let's see who the king is right now. Okay, 2 Kings 20. Oh, and I went 22, excuse me. Hezekiah, he was a good king too. His son was lousy. His grandson was great. Josiah, boy, started out young, didn't he? Eight years old, wow. Now, but now, look at how this is crazy. You put your Bible down for a while. Matter of fact, you lose your Bible. This is what happens. All right, eight years old. Now, get at this he's king. Suppose you were pastor. Richard, I'm pastor of church. Where's your Bible at? What's a Bible? (laughs) That's about what happened here. So don't lose your scriptures. Don't lose them. Anyway, his mother's name was somebody who never existed. Oh, we got the details. Jedediah, daughter of Adiah, of Bozcath, whatever. Grandmother Margaret and great-grandmother, whatever. His character of his reign was good. He followed in the steps of his ancestor, King David, obeying the Lord completely. In the 18th year of his reign, notice this. King Josiah, he was a caveman. Oh, come on. He had a secretary. Shaphan, son of Elias, son of those names and people, to the temple to give instruction to Hilkiah the priest. Now, Hilkiah, if you read Jeremiah, guess what? That's Jeremiah's dad. Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, the priest. So he was in this time frame. Collect the money given to the priest at the door of the temple, the offering, where people come to work. Give this money to the building superintendents. See, this place had gotten tore all up. Super terrible kings, and the bad guys come in there kicking things over, stealing stuff. Anyway, so they're going to hire carpenters, and they're going to be cleaning up. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to find the Bible. Can you believe that? What if you were clowning around in your house and go, what book is this? Oh, for, don't get that far lost from Jesus. Stay with your uh, Know where your Bible is, okay? And don't just know it. Read it, praise the Lord, of course. So anyway, they're, they're going to go in here and build. Verse 7. The building superintendents were not required to keep account of their expenditures, for they were honest men. Hey, one day, uh-oh, Jeremiah's dad, Hilkiah the high priest, went to the secretary and exclaimed, Hey, I've discovered a scroll in the temple. <laughs> Can you imagine, can you imagine this church here doesn't even, we're like, Bible, what Bible? I can already think of churches, I know that's the way they are. They sing, they carry on, you never hear the first verse, you know. Uh, I don't believe I know that preacher, I don't really, I knew a friend of mine didn't know, he was a preacher, he was a pastor, didn't know where the book of Romans was. And he uses that as, as the same thing I'm teaching here. He says, they made, they made me a minister in the Methodist church. He went to Methodist cemeteries. Cemetery, that's the jokes we always say. Uh, uh, seminary, just like I was supposed to go as a Baptist. And he didn't know where the book of Romans was. Incredible. And I can account for that. I went to Sanford as a Baptist. It's the reason I did not go to seminary, because I wasted four years as a religion major in Sanford, and we never opened a book. I thought, what are we doing? I thought, I got my degree and I wanted to get off on my own. I mean, I love Jesus. I didn't love the the program for being a a Baptist. I mean, they were actually teaching me as a young minister that I was going to have problems with my congregation. You got to fight the deacon board. And I thought, what? Where is this in the scriptures? Did Jesus fight the deacon board? Did the deacon select Jesus? Well, you can be the son of God. We approve you to teach. I'll never forget when I was 17 years old, I was licensed as a minister. Licensed? I had to have a license from the state of Alabama to talk about Jesus. And I thought, are y'all kidding? Had to have it to go to Sanford. Wow. Anyway, so anyway, this guy's in the temple and he goes, hey, I've discovered a scroll with God's laws written on it. No kidding. Really, you're kidding me. He gave the scroll to Shaphan to read. When Shaphan reported it to the king about the progress of the repairs of the temple, he mentioned the scroll found by Hilkiah. Shaphan read it to the king. Now remember, Josiah is a good king. Guess what happens to old Josiah? He's like, oh no. When the king heard what was written in it, he tore his clothes. Well, he's not going to be taking it to, you know, he ripped them good clothes now. What would you call that clothes place? Plato's, (laughs) Plato's, <laughs> you ruined that one. We ain't taking it. This is the king's clothes. Anyway, what shall we do? For we have not been following the instructions in the book. You must be very angry with us. For neither we nor our ancestors have followed your commands. Wow. Hilkiah the priest and this other game named Al and Al and whatever, Steve and whatever, all these guys. They went to Mishnah, section of Jerusalem, to find somebody. Notice what they did. To find Huldah, like Hilda, except Holda, the prophetess. Oh, my gosh. Women do not count. I will never listen to a woman teach the Bible. (laughs) Please. If you read your Bible, you'll understand what some of those references were in the New Testament. You can figure it out. Okay, anyway. Real easy. That's ridiculous. She was the wife of Shalom. Notice this. Son of so-and-so, so-and-so, who was in charge of the palace tailor shop. So her husband was a seamstress. Okay. She gave them this message from the Lord. Now think about what you did. Think about you. You read your Bible. You read your Bible. You're not about to let it get covered with dust. And you're not about to live your life and never read your Bible. Look what she says. Now this is the Lord. Tell the man who sent you to me that I am going to destroy this city and its people just as I stated in the book you read. See, Moses said, boy, when you start worshiping these idols, this place is going to go down. But notice this. For the people of Judah, what, they thrown me aside? They worshiped other gods, made me very angry. My anger anger cannot be stopped. But because you were sorry and concerned, humbled yourself before the Lord. When you read the book and its warnings, that this land would be cursed and become desolate. And because you've torn your clothes and wept before me in contrition, I will listen to your plea. Now look at this. I'm like, you can't win. You can't lose for winning. Look at this. This is the end of this chapter right here. The, the death of this nation will not occur till after you die. I'm telling you, God's gonna take care of you. Now, he would have suspended this too if his son got on the program too and said, I'm gonna do what my dad did. Please help me, Lord. I'm, I'm, the Lord would have suspended it there. Because all the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah, God kept telling Jeremiah, Tell the people, if they'll turn, I'll stop Nebuchadnezzar from coming in here. I'll hold him back. They were like, We wanna worship the sun god. We don't care about God. Wow. He said, You'll not see the evil. That I bring upon this place. Wow. Oh my goodness. Okay. Last place. Real short. I know where it is. Let's see. Let me get back to it. Oh. It's back in. It ha- this happens to be. Whoops. It's in Deuteronomy where we were just reading. And it's the 10th chapter. I looked these up. some more reason I know. Okay. 10th chapter. Uh, let's see. You'd run across these things too. Yeah. Deuteronomy. When was ten? Let's see, ten. Oh, I still think it's ten. Hold on, Deuteronomy ten. Was it twelve? Eleven? Could have been twelve. Let's see, twelve. Hold on a second. 11 or 13. Oh, oh, hang on, 17. There it is. Okay, look, here we go. When you arrive in the promised land, this is Deuteronomy 17, excuse me. I knew, I I was off. When you arrive in the promised land, the Lord will give you, and you've conquered it. Well, Lord, what if we don't? (laughs) You're going to conquer it. And begin to think, hey, we ought to have a king, like the other nations around us. Be sure you select a king as a king, the man whom the Lord your God shall choose. He must be an Israelite, not a foreigner. He was an American citizen. whatever. Okay. Be sure he doesn't build up a large stable of horses for himself, nor send his men to Egypt to raise horses for him there. For the Lord's told you, don't return to Egypt again. You see how it's... This happened. Okay. He must never have too many wives. Hello, Solomon. He had a thousand. If you read, Solomon was great to start with, but then he went down. Now, what was the deal about the wives? They all wanted to worship other gods. That's what got him. Okay. Anyway, lest his heart be, see, there it is, lest his heart be turned away from the Lord. Neither shall he be excessively rich. Now, don't worry about that. That doesn't mean be poor. We think, well, okay, it can't be rich. No, you can. You can match Solomon. Solomon was loaded. Just don't let that money turn you. Okay. When he's been crowned and sits upon his throne. Look at this. Then he must. No, no, no. I pay the preacher. No, you can't pay the preacher. He must copy these laws from the book kept by the Levite priest. Well, that's going to take time. It's going to save your life. It's going to make you such a success. He's got to copy all these things down. Read it from every day of his life so that he will learn to respect the Lord his God, commanding all. Uh, by obeying all his commands, this regular reading, look at this, will prevent him from feeling he's better than any other fellow citizen. Now don't stop there and go, well, I already had that Bible lesson. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be proud. You still read. You, that's just part of the blessing, okay? It'll also prevent him from turning away. See, because when you turn away from the Lord, you know, even if you're just busy. Oh, I'm just busy. I'm just busy. Look at this. Uh, in the slightest, and it will ensure, look at that, it will ensure him, we're going to stop right here, having a long, good reign. And his sons will fall him upon the throne. Basically, your kids are going to get killed. You know, life's not going to go good for you if we don't serve the Lord. It's either blessing or curse. Blessing or curse. Well, I want the blessing, praise the Lord. And this just a guarantee. It's yours. Well, Richard, we're not really kings. Okay, then we should have just deleted that part. No, it, 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 it's, it's, it's for us too. Because after all, the New Testament says he's made us kings and priests. <laughs> praise the Lord. Father, we just thank you for your word today. We just thank you, Lord. If we're not feeling good today, Lord, you'll take care of that. No matter what may be ailing us in our bodies. Praise the Lord. Your arm's not too short. It can't save. Praise the Lord. You heal everybody that came to Jesus. You'll heal us too. Same thing's true financially. If we're hurting financially, you'll fix that. Same thing's true if we're faced with any problem whatsoever. What could be hard for you, Lord? So, Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to leave details and records about how you blessed us and we can tell others about Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, amen. Yeah, next Sunday. Yeah.